Well, thanks for tuning in. This is Matt Santos of the Mile High Show. You are listening to episode number 247. Now, this podcast, this episode has been a long time in the making. I started recording this just about a year ago. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, well, something that took a year to create must be fantastic. It must be uh, quality work. And uh, don't kid yourself. That's, that is not the case. That is not the case with, uh, with this episode. This is just a, a product of procrastination. Now, I, I, it's not laziness procrastination. It's, it's because of the subject matter. I wasn't sure I wanted to talk about this on the podcast. I wasn't sure it was something I wanted to tackle. It was uh, surrounding a road trip that uh, was generated by a major life event for myself and my family. And that was the, uh, the death of my mother. She passed away about a year ago at the age of uh, 85 years old. And uh, it wasn't something sudden. It was something that we were expecting and preparing for for quite some time. So, um, you know, it was while it was an important and uh, and uh, and landmark thing in our lives, it uh, it wasn't something that happened sudden. I know a lot of people deal with with family death and death of a loved one. Um, suddenly and unexpectedly, and and in my opinion, I don't know if this is the case for everyone, but in my opinion, that is more traumatic than something that you have a chance to prepare yourself and your family for. So um, my family and I, we have, uh, we have, uh, even my extended family, we have some, uh, some very similar thoughts on death and and what happens when somebody dies? This this podcast is not a place to discuss that. I'd, I'd be more than happy to discuss that in person if anybody would like to uh, reach out and and uh, and talk about that. But th- the reason I bring that up is is that many people fear death and they they um, they uh, are unsure of what happens when you die and things of that nature. And Quite frankly, that that's not something that me or my family really worry about. Now, having said that, definitely it's it's a sadness uh, to to experience loss and to see uh, a loved one suffering with uh, with issues, health issues, and other things that uh, that they have to go through. But um, in all reality, we're not much on ceremony in our family. So the death of, of my mom was, was, again, something sad, but it was also an, an opportunity for us to celebrate her life and a way or a reason or, I guess, an excuse to, to reach out to family and ones we haven't spoken to or seen in a long time just because life gets in the way and, and we lose touch with one. So, so in the course of, uh, of planning her, her service and, uh, and arranging that, uh, uh, we, we reconnected with a lot of folks we just haven't seen in a while, uh, some old friends, and uh, they're spread out around the world. So it was nice to... Uh, to uh, to reach out and reconnect and, and 
talk to some folks and share some laughs and memories, which is what we did. We had her, her uh, memorial service online through Zoom um, in January, so a little almost a year ago. And uh, it was sad, but at the same time, it was uh, we had a lot of laughs. There was a, there was a, <laughs> there was a lot of good memories shared. So anyway, that kind of gives you a glimpse into our family and our circle of friends of, of how we deal with loss. It, uh, again, it's a sad thing, but at the same time, it's a chance to uh, think back and have some laughs and share some good memories, and we definitely did that. And that's kind of what Anthony and I did on this road trip. Um, the reason I decided to do this now is I've kind of reached another milestone in my life. It, just a few days ago, I'm recording this on, uh, on December 9th. And just a few days ago, on the if I counted right, and that's not a guarantee, it was either December 3rd or December 6th that I reached a personal milestone that uh, was kind of a punch in the gut. My, my father, Anthony's grandfather, passed away in 1988, just a few months after he turned 56 years old. I am now 56 years old, and this past week, if I did the math correctly— this past week, I reached the milestone of living longer than my dad did. And that's just a weird dynamic to now know I am older than my dad ever was. He passed away, like I said, in 88 at uh, 56 years and a few months old, and I just hit that milestone. So so that's a weird dynamic, a realization that I am now, as right now speaking— I am older than my dad ever was. And that's just a, I don't know, it's just something weird I can't really wrap my head around. So when that came up, when that date this past week came up, I I decided to revisit the recordings that Anthony and I did and put them out um, as a podcast. I don't, a vanity project. It, it, there's no question about it. That's what this is. I don't know that anybody will will listen to this. Most of my downloads and we get quite a few on the mile high show most of my downloads though are generated by the guests when i sit down and i interview a musician or an artist or an author or a business owner or whoever most if not all the audience is tuning in and listening and downloading because they follow that person my guest nobody i'm sure tunes in to listen to me so having said that, this episode definitely is just for me, and if you're listening to this, I hope you enjoy it, um, or at least get something out of it. Uh, if nothing else, take stock of those in your life now and uh, spend some time with them, because uh, you never know when uh, when that time will be gone. We never know what will happen in our lives where we will either lose track of or outright lose those close to us, so... Uh, you know, spend some time with your family and friends. I don't know, maybe by sitting down and having a cup of coffee with them. Possibly Bully Dog Coffee from the Bully Dog Coffee Company. Hey, how's that for a seamless transition to an ad? Yes, this episode 247 is brought to you by Bully Dog Coffee Company, located right here in Chino Valley, Arizona, and brought to you by Patrick Bowler, my friend and neighbor, who roasts his own beans and a big portion of 
of his proceeds go to bulldog and pit bull rescue operations in and around the Southwest. Bully Dog Coffee Company, our big, bold flavors will satisfy your big, bold hearts. Yeah, that's a... That's a weird place to put an ad. But hey, sit back, enjoy this episode. Visit Bully Dog Coffee Company online at bullydogcoffeecompany.com or on their Facebook page under Bully Dog Coffee Company. And uh, great coffee. This is, uh, that's what I'm drinking right now. This is it. <sighs> good coffee for a good cause and drink it with good friends. Um, so again, this is... Uh, some some snippets of Anthony, my son Anthony and I, doing a road trip last year to hypothetically take care of a task that we had to hypothetically do in California. Sit back and enjoy the hypothetical podcast. Yeah, well, when's the statute of limitations up on? on some of the things that may have happened on this trip. I don't know. I'm going to find a lawyer to sponsor this podcast. Maybe that's what I need. I need a good lawyer. We're in neutral. Are we? Are you sure? Double check that. We're in. Re- oh, we're in reverse. Yeah. Okay, bud. So how long have we been gone? Do you know? Oh, uh, seven days. Pretty close. When did we leave? Friday. And it is now. Th- is it Friday already? I think it's Thursday. It? No, it's Friday. We've been gone so long we forgot how to read a calendar. <laughs> so where'd we go? What'd we do? Went to California. And? Remember, hypothetically. <laughs> I think if we say we did what we did, we'd get in trouble. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Hypothetically. <laughs> so what we did is we went to go see some family. Yep. That, that didn't work out too well. We went to go... Well, anyway, let's start at the beginning. We left Arizona. We left the uh, Prescott area, <coughs> Chino Valley last Friday about noon and right now it is Cal- well it was about one o'clock when we left which is about now because right now it's uh, 11:45 California time 12:45 Arizona time look at that traffic again as soon as we got back on the freeway <sighs> what have you what have you learned during this trip? Let's start with that. What have you, what did you learn this trip so far? Practically every AM PM gas station has a uh, sock, sock coffee. coffee. Yeah, sock coffee. Uh, in Arizona, the AM PM, the gas station coffee in general is not bad. Circle K has good coffee. Uh, Maverick has good coffee. The AM PM by our Costco has pretty good coffee. Uh, AM PM coffee on the road, sock coffee tastes like it's been filtered through socks. <laughs> that What's gives McDonald's me an idea. coffee, underwear coffee, Tony coffee. So, um, we stayed the very first night in a little town called Mojave, Mojave, California. 
Then we went to Tepatchi. No, close. Tehachapi. But we just spent the night there and then the next day went to Tehachapi. What was the best part about Tehachapi? I think it was that uh, cof- coffee shop. Kelsey's. It that was, was really good. Best breakfast. Yeah, why was it good? It was you, just good. I think it, it was good because of where we sat. Do you remember where we sat? We sat on the counter. We so sat what? at the counter like truck drivers, like men. We sat like men. Good breakfast, and then we came into uh, through uh, Bakersfield, and we came through Fresno and Merced, and then we went through a little town called LaGrange, which we learned has no public bathrooms, but they do have some dark streets with, uh, with no traffic. So that's just as good as having a public bathroom. But what we were doing is we um, went on a road trip to visit some family and to say goodbye to grandma, because grandma died recently. And it was kind of full circle because the first real stop we made, we stopped it, like we said, in Mojave. But the first real stop we made was... I think um, it was Sonora, right? Sonora, yeah. And that's where we spent two nights and we visited my Uncle Sal, your great Uncle Sal. Here, you're going to have to mess with the... Uh, I want a little, uh, little air, a little coolant. No. Maybe put it like 70. Okay, 70, 70, 70. There we go. Not like in the room the other night where you had it up to 110. <laughs> it wasn't at 100. I, I was, uh, my tea steeped without the microwave is how <laughs> hot it was. Um, so our first real stop was kind of full circle because 33 years ago when your grandpa died, when my, when my dad died, uh, a few months after he passed away in April of 88, Uh, My best friend at the time, Bobby Garcia, and another really good friend of ours, Dave Courtney, and I, the three of us, went camping (laughs) at a place called, (laughs) hypothetically, we went camping at a place called Pinecrest outside of Sonora. You got in trouble. On the way uh, out of the lake, decided that we would go into Sonora and go get something to eat and uh, have a few drinks. And then we decided to stay in Sonora. And this is 33 years ago. And um, the, at the county fairgrounds, there was music playing. So we went and listened to a band and then got a room across the street from the fairgrounds. And uh, without getting into too many details, <laughs> I don't think I could stay there even today. I got uh, a few weeks after we stayed there, I got a letter in the mail from the motel with a uh, fairly large bill to pay for uh, one bed and one door and some repainting and uh, I think some uh, some sheetrock replacement and a very, very nice and polite request that I never returned to that specific motel. So as we pulled into Sonora Friday, Saturday night, uh, and I saw that same motel in the same location, we had to pull over and take a picture of it. So uh, we went to go see, we checked in and 
relaxed at the motel for a little bit and then went into LaGrange where my uncle lives. What was, uh, what do you remember about Uncle Sal's place? It was big. Yeah, what's his, what's his yard like? Big. Beautiful. He's got beautiful trees. Yeah, grass. Got a great fire pit and a, uh, and a big patio and a little dog that knocked you over. <laughs> uh, yeah, ten, you forgot to knock me over 10 feet part. Uh, so kind of full circle, went, went to Sonora after my dad died, went there after mom died. But this time we did not get kicked out of any motel. I think it's the company I keep. I think uh, Bob Garcia and Dave Courtney were bad influences, and you're not as bad an influence as they are. How's that? What do you mean as bad? Well, you're still a bad influence. Hey. You're still a bad influence. So, uh, oh, you remember on um, Sunday morning when I went over to get breakfast? Oh, yeah. What happened? <laughs> The breakfast place was in the same parking lot so, as the hotel. So, I got I got in the motel I got in the motel parking lot and just hit Google Maps for um, good breakfast, and it had me start the car, make a left in the parking lot, then make another left, then make another left, and I never left the parking lot, and I and it had me park in the spot where I started, and that's when I realized the. Uh, uh, restaurant was in the same parking lot as, <laughs> as the motel then we went back to uncle sal's and hung out there we had dinner at his house oh it was played fun. with the dog again yeah did you have a good time yeah did you have fun yep then where'd we go so i think we went to um shoot uh modesto modesto yeah modesto california now then we met another great friend of yours oh look a parachute where up there cool and then uh we went and saw ron and tammy pitts and their daughter amanda who uh uh we haven't i haven't seen amanda in a number of years but ron and tammy we saw several months ago when they came out to uh, arizona and uh we had a great dinner with them. More pizza. What'd you think of that pizza from the pizza guys? Uh, um, I'd give it a nine out of ten. Nine? All right, you're rating pretty high. Look at that pier out there. I don't know where we are. When we started this, we were in a parking lot in Santa Barbara, and I'm not sure what that pier is. But, but we're it looks at cool. A gorgeous pier out there. A little uh, bridge thing that takes you to a little island with palm trees on it. Oh, there's more parachutes. I was just going to say that. These are, what do they call those? Do you know? I have no idea. Parachutes. Parasails, I think. They're like, uh, jump. They're, they have like little carts, it looks like. That is cool. They jump off the cliffs with them and float around and fly around. They're not hang gliders. They're like parachutes that people are sitting under in like a harness. That is really cool. I, I would not do that. You, you know how much time I how many times I had to stop to use the bathroom in the car imagine what would happen if I was flying around and had to go to the bathroom I can't even pull over I wonder how many birds poop on the parachutes on a daily basis <laughs> I wonder how many people would have to use their windshield wipers if I flew over them <laughs> that would be disgusting <laughs> so so then we uh, went to Modesto, had dinner with Ron and Tammy and, and Amanda, and hung out. 
watched a little TV and talked, and I was super tired. So we had to go back to the room, and then I slept, and we woke up in the morning, and and uh, where did we drove? Oh, we drove over to see uh, Uncle Sammy. See, our plan was to visit family and play with cousins and stuff, do it as safely as we can. And then we found out that uh, that uh, some of our cousins were in quarantine because of uh, some positive COVID testing at their school. So we couldn't even hang out with them. We played with their dog for a minute and then left. Dropped off some gifts from Auntie, from Mommy. But that was kind of a bummer. We didn't get to see yeah. cousins. When's the last time you saw Jasmine and James? I think it was like three years ago. Yeah. Saw them on Zoom a couple times. And phone calls and letters. But yeah. Haven't seen seen them in a long time. And all we got to do was kind of wave. Yep. What what was the first stop we made, though? Even before, before Tehachapi. Before Mojave. Do you remember? Nope. Remember when we went to Pirate's Cove? Oh, yeah. Flew the drone for a minute, right on the uh, right on the California-Arizona border. Looked at the river. Yep. Just looked at it. Hypothetically, just looked at the river. Yep. What do you mean, hypothetically? Nothing. <laughs> oh, Pop, did you? And then we stopped in... Uh, we went and looked at some old neighborhoods I used to hang out in. and Now, we did stop at a place that was really cool. We went through um, Sonol. The goal of this trip was to just visit a couple of places that were really, that were really uh, memorable to me with my mom. And uh, we kind of stopped and spent a few minutes right there at the Colorado River between Arizona and... and uh, and California because, you know, half of our family is in California. The other half is in Arizona. So that was uh, meaningful to me. And then the first real stop for mom, for mom's memory, my, my mom, your grandma's memory, was... Wasn't it at uh, Sonora Park? Sonol Park. Sonol Park in uh, the Sonol area, little town between like Fremont, Union City, Pleasanton area. Now, do you know why that was important and memorable for me? Was it because you hated it every time your grandma was it put, took you there? Because I hated it every time <laughs> grandma took us there. You are 100% right. Hey, look, a pirate flag. Where, where, right what? There. Oh, there it is. On, a, on an RV. That, that Winnebago, is a, is a, maybe they're pillaging the other RVs in the RV what? park. We should stick around, see if they're having a battle. No. So we're, uh, we're, we're right on the coast, right on 1, 101, south of Santa Barbara, and there's just line upon line upon line of RVs down below, right on the waterline. It's, it's pretty cool. There's also a suspicious ship. No, there's not a lot of ships out there. There was, what, seven or eight? No, I, I see one right now. We're going to have to look, Anthony, because I don't know what that is out there. I'm wondering, I don't know this area at all. I think that might be Catalina. Maybe? I don't know. See how the island out there? Yeah. I don't know what that is, though. We'll have to look mm. on a map. Because I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, when we were kids, when, when your aunts and uncles and I were kids, 
your grandma used to like taking us for drives. And when I say, I'm going to say this to you, Anthony. I'm going to say park. We're going to a park. What comes to your mind? Oh, um, swings, slides, lots of wide open space. Playgrounds, lawns. Yeah. Play areas. Yeah. Yep. Sunol Park has none of that. But bathrooms, they have bathrooms. They have bathrooms, which I which I availed myself to. Um, but no, when we were kids, especially back then in the in the mid seventies, early mid seventies, California, especially Northern California, was going through a drought. So those hills were always brown and dried grass, and and Sonol specifically was always hot and dry and no green desolate desolate and it, it there was no playground it was hiking area but back when you're you know yeah we didn't want to hike we wanted to go to a park and have fun or go to the beach and go swimming you could have brought a football well we did but there's really no big open spaces i don't remember that grass area remember where we were parked next to yeah i don't remember that being there i remember it just being kind of rocky and dirt so that might be new or my brain might not be working. So when we would go there, I hated it. I hated going there, but mom, your grandma, really loved it. So I wanted to go there, and then sure enough, we pull up in there. It's beautiful. It's green, and it pretty much rained the entire time we were in, in Northern California, specifically drizzled and rained. But it was gorgeous. I took some pictures. We pulled over, took some pictures, and it was beautiful. So either I don't remember it correctly, which is very, very possible, probable, or um, it's changed a lot, which is also a possibility. But it was a really nice, beautiful park. And, uh, And then we went to an area that I used to love... 10, 15 minutes from Sonol, uh, just a few miles, and it is called Niles. And we went to Old Niles, and I showed you the Florence. And for anybody listening out there, Old Niles uh, also is an area that Charlie Chaplin used as a movie base studio when uh, way back when in the silent movie era. Look at that highway. That's gorgeous. We're right on the coast still. It's beautiful. So, um, the Florence Bar, we drove past it. I've had a, an evening or two in that establishment over the years. Uh, but Niles is a neat little railroad district of Fremont, I guess it is. Maybe Union City, I can't remember. But um, it's one main street, real neat little place. And, uh, and then there's Niles Canyon that connects Fremont, Union City, and Pleasanton. And when I was younger, we used to be able to drive through Niles Canyon, and there's a little, I don't know what it's called, but a little creek, river, washout that runs through that canyon. And during the spring and summer, there's swimming holes in there where you could pull over and go swimming, and there's ropes tied to trees where you can swing and jump in the water or do a little fishing. Some areas of it is only inches deep, but then there's little swimming holes that are, you know, a few feet deep. Now... Can we park there? No. So there's nowhere to stop. But the reason that was important for uh, for me was when we were little, 
mom would drive through there and mom would drive notoriously slow. And we were driving through there one time and there was a line of just a huge line of cars behind us. And we kept telling mom, you got to drive fast. You got to drive fast. You got to drive faster. And she wouldn't because she was going the speed limit. But there was this line of cars behind her. And sure enough, a highway patrol car pulled her over and made her pull over. And then the, over the loudspeaker, the, uh, the highway patrol officer said over the loudspeaker, pull over, let the cars pass. And we laughed so hard. So that was a, uh, a story we have had fun telling over the years. So uh, I wanted to make, make a little journey there too. Then we drove into uh, Santa Cruz, checked into a motel in Santa Cruz, right near the beach. Mm-hmm. And uh, that room was nice, but uh, the thermostat didn't work. So you either had no heater and it would be very, very cold. Or you put the heater on and it would not turn off and it was 110 degrees. <laughs> and we watched a lot of Brian Regan and we watched uh, some other stuff and we had some fun and we had some. Laughs. Did we have pe- We didn't have pizza. We didn't have pizza in Santa Cruz, did we? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. But we went to Auntie Sarah's house. She lives up in Felton or Boulder Creek up above in the mountains above Santa Cruz. She has a dog. What was her dog like? Uh, how about very, very large? Very large and very um, playful. You can say that he yeah. bumped me against a wall. <laughs> Knocked and, the wind out of me. And then we drove up through Half Moon Bay and met up with your Uncle Gabe who was playing hooky from work. I, th- I believe that's his job, to drive to around. His job is to play hooky. So he's been planning, he's been training for this job for for years, because he used to play hooky a lot when he was younger, too. What? From school. What? Yep. Your Uncle Gabe was not the best student there was in high school. Neither not surprising. So we ate at a restaurant on the beach, just looking out at the waves with Auntie Sarah and myself and you, and then Uncle Gabe popped in. It was nice. It was fun. Then we traveled up to Golden Gate Park, hypothetically walked through the park. What do you mean hypothetically? Hypothetically, Grandma went swimming at the park. that that's not what we're supposed to do we're trying to stay legal citizens <laughs> okay so then we drove down the coast we went through Gilroy where I, me and mommy used to live before you were born we passed by Gilroy Gardens which used to be Bonfante Gardens where mommy used to be a security guard and we drove past our old house in Gilroy and then we came down the coast, down, drove through um, Salinas, Watsonville, and then we went to uh, in King City. What do you remember about King City? Um, That's where we stopped and got these grapes that are behind us. Yeah. So we were in line for Carl's Jr. for about, what, about three, four hours, I think. <laughs> I was going to say an hour and a half. 
I think they had to hatch the eggs, let the chickens grow up, <laughs> then butcher the chickens, <laughs> form them into the shape of stars, then fry them so you can have a six-piece chicken stars because that's how long it took <laughs> to get our food at the Carl's Jr. in King City. Then, <laughs> then we came up through, I think it was called Santa Maria. So just a little word of caution. If you're ever in Santa Maria and you have to go to the bathroom, don't get behind a lady in a little silver Subaru SUV. Because as we were pulling out of the gas station, <laughs> on the way to Walmart to buy socks because we are out of socks and didn't want to stop and do laundry, the lady in front of us pulling out of the gas station as I was, I was gassing up doing a little dance, not because I have music in me. I had too much coffee in me. Ooh, I had too much coffee in me. The guy in front of us just locked up his wheels, and I don't know why. Um, in an old El Camino. So I'm gassing up. I have to use the bathroom. We're going to go find a Walmart to buy socks, and we're going to find a motel room to stay in. And Can I tell this story? No. Why not? Go ahead. Hypothetically. <laughs> okay, so I'll, st I'll start it. No. So I'm gassing no. up. It's almost full. We're at the Costco, but I could not wait. So I stop it at almost full. Go ahead. <laughs> so we drive out of the gas station because Pop has to go number one. <laughs> I'm saying it politely. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so we get behind this lady driving out of the gas station and I think she took about a year to get out. I think she was on the phone because she stopped blocking the driveway. Nobody's coming on cross traffic and then she wouldn't move. She just stood, sat, sat there in her car as I had to use the bathroom. I'm, I couldn't stop laughing. You were literally dancing in your chair. And you're making me laugh and laughing and I'm trying to tell you to stop laughing! Stop it! Stop laughing! So, um... Let's just cut to the chase. No, no, so no, five no. minutes later, we found a dark corner of the parking lot so I could change. <laughs> and then, then we went into Walmart. Can I tell this to No, the we're done. We're mean. <laughs> no. Now we're in Walmart. No, And no. guess what happened at Walmart? I'm I telling... I had to go back to the bathroom Pop, again. Pop, you said I could tell this. Thank you. Um, so... Yeah, after Pop went into change, <laughs> we uh, got into Walmart, and we wanted to buy some socks. We also got some T-shirts. But where do the, where, how do you get socks in this Walmart? I've never been in a Walmart like this before. So How do you get, you get socks in this Walmart? You get socks by pushing a little button on the glass locked door. Because evidently, Santa Maria Walmart socks are worth their weight in gold. They keep them under lock and key in a big glass case. Pop, you said I could tell this. Go ahead. So, we, uh, 
So we wait a half hour after pushing the dang button. So Pop goes out and look for someone. He finds someone. She comes back over, unlocks the lock so we can get some socks and some dang t-shirts. But she doesn't give them to us. Yeah, she, she doesn't put them in the car for some reason. What they do, what they do at this Walmart is what they view as their valuable items or possibly the items that get uh, shoplifted on a regular basis, they keep under glass lock. Then they take them out and carry them to customer service where they sit until you get to a register, wait in line for the register, and then when you get to the register finally, then they call customer service and bring them to your checker. We get to the checkout uh, area and there's a riot going on. <laughs> Some guy was angry because Oh, he, he was angry because he couldn't find they wouldn't bring him his underwear. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, was, I just want some underwear. <laughs> and then another old guy goes, Hey, somebody could really easily punch you out. <laughs> That quieted them down. Two old guys arguing about punching each other and, and underwear. <laughs> There's a legit riot going on in the so, checkout aisle. So we kind of we kind of fell into a good one because the line we went into, there was only three people in front of us. What was their the checkout guy The like? guy was flash, flash, 100-yard dash. I thought, <laughs> I thought he was pranking us. At how slow he was going, he could. I think he was using an abacus instead of a cash register. It was horrible how slow he was. We were in line. There was two people, three people in front of us. One family with a cart. One man with about four things in his cart, and then the guy right in front of us had two things. He had gum. No, three things. He had gum, laundry detergent, and a bag of dog food. Should have been seven minutes. We were in line for over half an hour. As that man rang us all up with the speed of frozen molasses. <laughs> it was ridiculous. So slow. It, so slow that it was started as a little annoying, a little irritating, then anger-filled. By the time we got up there... You and I could not stop laughing. It was so hilarious how slow he was going. <laughs> so then we finally get out. We find a room called well, we, Red Roof Inn. Well, we decided not to go stay in Santa Maria because there wasn't really anything close by. So I pulled up our Hotels.com app, found a reasonably priced room at a Red Roof Inn in Lompoc near the Air Force Base, near the Space Force Base. Space Force. I like Can it. Can I uh, well, wait a minute, finish this now? Well, the thing is, is Red Roof Inn is typically fairly nice. They're not too bad. They're consistently good. So go ahead. So we get to the room. They give us two, I think they're called Gaines Flings. I've, I've seen ads about them before. Wait, what? The laundry detergent they Tide Pods. <laughs> Because we are going to do laundry in the self-service laundry, and they sell Tide Pods at uh, at the front desk. So we got two of them. So we check in. I think it was like 8 o'clock. 
go to our room. We just want to relax. We get a pizza. I think I would rate that 8 out of 10. We eat the pizza. The line for the laundromat at the hotel is so long. Well, it turns out what it is is there's only one washing machine and two dryers. And there's some people that live at the hotel. Because when I went in to uh, talk to the guy at the desk, we needed some towels. The room had no towels. Uh, I said, hey, uh, I, can you leave the laundry room open because somebody's using it? And he knew exactly who it was. It's a woman who lives there. So she's doing like her family's laundry. And uh, so flash forward, we, we weren't able to do our laundry there. But then we went up and back to the room and you, we were done eating and we really hadn't looked at the room yet. So you went in the bathroom. What was odd about that bathroom? The door didn't shut. Didn't shut. So basically the bathroom had no door. Yeah. So then while I was in the bathroom, uh, Pop untucks his covers because he's a weirdo. <laughs> So I wanted to get them. I was getting the beds ready to go to bed because we were tired. It was 10 o'clock, 9.30, quarter to 10. You're in the bathroom. And I pull back the sheets. And what did I see? A big green stain. A big green stain. And hairs, little (laughs) tiny hairs. And what I hoped As if a tarantula lived there. What I hoped was um, lint but it could have been bugs I'm not sure so we immediately loaded up the car went downstairs, checked out we'd only been in there less than an hour and uh, and I told them we're leaving and we need our money back so then we went and found another motel another hotel motel much nicer and I feel smarter already because we stayed at a Holiday Inn Express that's their commercial Feel smarter. Stay at Holiday Inn Express. That doesn't make any sense. It's yeah. just a hotel. Yeah, but it was. But it was very nice. nice very nice hotel. Too nice for us. I felt we did not belong. I felt we uh, had a really nice hotel. Yeah, it was very nice. So awesome. So we finally get to bed at a little after midnight. I wake up in the. We wake up in the morning. And we go on the road. We check out, and we're going home. That's it. So what'd you learn on this trip? Never stay at a Red Roof Inn in La Poc. <laughs> and let's hope those were uh, dog hairs in the bed. And not a let's tarantula? Oh, let, I'd rather hope they were tarantula hairs <laughs> than well. what I think they were. So now we're coming in towards the L.A. area. We will be home tonight, uh, probably about 9 or 10 at night. And we will finally use those Tide Pods. Hopefully they didn't explode. This episode of the Mile High Show brought to you by Tide Pods. Good for doing laundry. Not for eating. Not for eating? Why would you eat laundry detergent? Well, I, I don't know if you made it this far. Uh, This episode was uh, 100% just for me, a chance for me to revisit a trip that Anthony and I took together about a year ago, where we hypothetically took care of some family business, took care of a a few things and 
and uh, hypothetically uh, let my mom visit uh, a few places uh, that were near and dear to her and our hearts growing up. And uh, I guess she gets to hang out there at those places uh, uh, for a while, hypothetically. Uh, Anthony did coin a new term while we were on this trip as a way for me to uh, possibly get out of a three or more person high occupancy lane if in fact we would have gotten pulled over and that was um, tell the cop about granny in a bucket and uh, that (laughs) that uh, may or may not have had to be put in use on this trip granny in a bucket maybe that's what we'll call this episode the hypothetical granny in a bucket episode of the mile high show brought to you by bully talk coffee company again this was just for me this was completely put together for an audience of one and that's me i don't know Shoot me an email. Let me know if you listened to it. Let me know if you liked it. Info at milehighshow.com. Go to milehighshow.com. Use that Amazon link as well. That way we can afford to go on more road trips. But I'm out on the road again I'm on the road again But I'm so tired of crying But I'm out on the road again I'm on the road again I ain't got no woman Just to call my special friend You know the first time I traveled Out in the rain and snow In the rain and snow You know the first time I traveled out In the rain and snow In the rain and snow I didn't have no pharaoh Not even no place to go And my dear mother left me When I was quite young When I was quite young And my dear mother left me When I was quite young When I was quite young She said, Lord, have mercy on my wicked son. Don't you cry no more, don't you cry no more Take a hint from me mama, please Don't you cry no more, don't you cry no more Cause it's soon one morning Down the road I'm gone But I ain't going down that Long old lonesome road all by myself But I ain't going down that 
along a whole lonesome road all by myself. 